DJ Dubs. The Hideouts. We did not authorize national identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to peer from cameras throughout our city. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We the people. We did not authorize. 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 How's it going? I'm good, man. How are you? Not bad. Feeling a lot better today. I feel like I'm back in the well, flow. I, I carried the show yesterday. I want you to do the same for me today. I'm here for you. As, as are all of us. Everybody here in the hideout, we're here for you, J-Dubs. I'm going to jump on your Mexican back, and you're going to carry me over the goal line. Well, you know, Mexicans have been carrying white people since the beginning of America, hey. so I have no problem with that. Um, and that's our whole little situation. The, the landscape of this nation has been built on... Uh, all right. You didn't have to go there. We had already set it up, and you got to take it one step further. Thank you, Dubs. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a t-ball game. You just set that thing right on there. Um, and you're like those kids, and well, I'm not even gonna make fun. I, we heard the commercial for Real Sports just a second ago. Do you watch Real Sports with Brian Gumble? No. By the way, he looks so sick. I mean, yeah, they're a great sponsor. Well, it's great. I mean, I don't have HBO, but I happened to watch it when I was uh, home with my mom. I need to get HBO because all the shows. But I saw that for the first or that for the first time in a while, and um, they had a really heartwarming story. I'm not gonna lie, I cried. It was a story about, and I shouldn't even tell you. No, I shouldn't even tell you because you're heartless. But it's the story about kids with special needs, what you would refer to as, you know, handicapped and crippled or crippled and retard. I, I would say handicapped and special needs, and just a special baseball league that they've got that's gone all over the nation. It, it was heartwarming, dude. Doesn't George W. Bush belong to that? Um, no, he should though. He should, he should pitch. Um, but <laughs> underhanded, but fast pitch, underhand to retard kids. All right, yeah, but I'm not. I don't want, I don't want it to degrade to that. I'm just gonna say that it was. I'm a, not degrading them. I'm degrading him. Eh, but you still, please. So anyway, um, let me have my fun. Um, also, you can have fun with us as well. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Eight six six two seven seven four nine six nine. Also, too, coming up for you, uh, RadioHideout.com. The terrorists hate our retards. <laughs> That's Dubs' new impression. All of a sudden, he does a W impression. Are you going to be doing that at the Dave & Buster's gig for Ron FS? Uh, if I get even close to a mic. We're going to have uh, power cards to give away. $20 and Dave & Buster's power cards. Good for the games at Dave & Buster's. Uh, join Ron and Fez. It's Thursday the 12th, so not this Thursday, but next Thursday. Second annual Ron & Fez pool party broadcasting live last year's was so much fun. Yeah. Now, do they uh, pick those up at the event? Um, I don't know. You're yes. the producer. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know how we're doing these tickets. I know how we're doing ours, and I think we should do them the same everywhere. Then they're going to pick them up at the event. That's the way, that's the way it's going to get yes. handled. And it came up during the Ron and Fez show, uh, me dropping mud in a glass toilet bowl it at Dave & Buster's. It, it didn't get brought up. You brought it up. Yeah, you volunteered true. yourself. I did bring it up, and I'll tell you this. Why not? Oh, I'd do it. Because when you really stop and think about it, how often do others get to watch? Don't act like I've never done glass bottom boat. <laughs> others above it. do what they do. You know what I mean? 
Hey, can you imagine what, uh, kind of the adrenaline rush? Almost jackass-esque. It would be my Steve-O impression. There would be hundreds of people there, now, and I would be doing this. Now, don't you know some strippers that have done kind of the same thing? Yes, I do. They do fact. it just for, uh, for uh, fun in front of each other? Yes. In fact, I'm not going to say what the strip club is, but those of you that are avid listeners to the show or even RadioHideout.com, you'll get an idea. Um, one of my stripper friends told me. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> that when they uh, when they're not dancing, what they'll do is they'll go upstairs and they will, you know, uh, do their thing. You know, the number two with the because they don't have any stall doors apparently, and I don't know why, but just kind of there in front of everybody and they'll all laugh about it. Yeah, it's pretty funny seeing a stripper uh, number two and shoot up at the same time. <laughs> Nothing gets better. Right in between her toenails. All right. Keep it clean. Keep it nice. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you're so evil, man. It's not like you're, you're talking about that one specific. You're an evil man, Dubs. Well, we haven't heard from him forever, so whatever. Um, uh, the other thing that would keep me from doing it, well, first of all, I'm going to be back here uh, doing the, uh, you know, holding down the fort while you guys are at Dave & Buster's. Um, but I, I'd be worried about people seeing what I've got. You understand what I'm saying? Two turntables and a microphone? No, my package. Oh. That's the only thing that would keep me in front of five, you know, 500, 600 people, is that at some point you're going to have to clean up. At some point you're going to have to stand up. And I can't, unless I was allowed to go into Moomoo, if I was allowed to have like this big Mexican dress Moomoo on, then I think I'd be all right with it. But other than that, no, I don't think so. Um, other things coming up for us tonight, Dubs. Actually, one quick thing I wanted to touch on Terror Level. We touched on it briefly yesterday, and we're not going to get into it in depth. I just wanted to ask, three-year-old information, is that what we're hearing now? Yeah. That all this is from? And They've been holding on to it for three years. So this would date us back to 2001 of, what is this, August? Yeah, right before. So technically, that's before September 11th. Yeah. And technically, wouldn't the World Trade Centers be counting as one of these financial institutions that could be under attack? I think so. I don't, I'm, maybe I'm reading things wrong. Maybe I'm not understanding things. Again, I ask about the timing of this and the timing of diverting the attention from Kerry well, to the Democratic National Convention. I had a uh, story about uh, how when Kerry is supposed to get big bounces, he hasn't been getting them. And I think that's part of the reason. Yeah. Right after the DNC... Terror level goes up. Yep, things start happening. All of a sudden, we've got to remember that we're all right, scared. Right when almost every time after the DNC, the uh, the Democratic candidate usually gets a bump. Not this time. By the way, speaking of terror threats, um, a threat on the roads. The comedy dumpling, Cicada, was busted on some sort of a drinking and driving incident, yeah. allegedly. Um, he's likely going to get some well-deserved jail time. Yeah. I came up with this idea. What do you think about preparing him for jail? Like, in the studio. All right. I mean, I've been waiting for you to ask me to do this for a while. <laughs> about, like, all the stuff. What I want to hear later on in the show, I want to hear from people who have been to jail. I want to hear from people with some suggestions. Like, this kid's going to get jail time, even if it's the minimum five days for first-time offenders. I want to, like, almost kind of put him through the ringer, almost like a scared straight. You know what I mean? Remember those shows that they would always play? Yeah. We, uh, we actually got to watch it in school. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in school. And I want to hear stories, too, from people who have been in jail to kind of help Sid Kata out because it's going to happen. You're going away, bro.
but we want to help prepare you here in the hideout. Maybe we can get a bit or two out of it. Speaking of stories, yeah, Bateman. How is telling him scary stories after he's already going to jail going to scare him straight? Oh, I didn't think about that. I guess it'll just scare him, huh? We have some guests here, too. All right, we'll, we'll chat with them in a second. Along with the stories, Dubs, I want you to introduce your friend to us because you've got a friend from Fowlerville here. And I'm so excited about it. This is my friend Brian. We've been uh, friends for quite a while, actually, uh, all the way basically through high school. But before that, we didn't like each other a whole lot. So what was the animosity? The animosity was my mom was a janitor. and That's true. And I was a dork. I had buck teeth and big nipples. <laughs> okay, so none of that's changed, right? No. Mom's still a janitor. You still got big nipples. You still got the buck teeth. But they didn't, they didn't take into account my killer personality. And you've got a Detroit Lions Super Bowl champs 2005 tattoo. Well, some things have gotten worse, but some things have gotten better. Here's the thing, Brian. Not to put you under pressure, later on in the show, I want you to reveal everything you can about Dubs. What he was like when he was a dork. Why you hated him, how much everybody made fun of his mom. Um, tell us about stories about his sister. I want to know about Fowlerville. I want to know everything about it. People are enthralled with you, J-Dubs, and we're going to get to this tonight. So J-Dubs' buddy Brian is in town, and you can chip in whenever you want. The hideout's very open, very free. Yeah, sounds excellent. So, uh, and you, did you guys go to broadcast yeah, school we together, to, too? Yeah, we went to Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts in uh, Southfield. We went. Uh, we went there. And Are you eluding the bill collectors as well? No, Brian? no, no. I let my parents take care of that. Actually, so I don't have to worry about it. I'm sorry. My mom couldn't uh, can pay for that uh, on her uh, dust mop and uh, and big set of keys. Another reason why I didn't really get along with them too well. Uh, Dubs' sister makes me think of fat chicks, and we have a guest coming up tonight. Uh, someone from NoFatChicks.com. It's Matt Rice. He's going to be joining us in the hideout because we talked about. We never got to the stories, but I went to a water park. I came up with two major problems in America right now, what I call beer gut bikini wearers, and the chicks who you can no longer tell if they're between the ages of uh, 13 and 23. This dude's going to come in here. I think it's because the steroids in the food. So if you go to nofatchicks.com, it's not exactly what we were expecting, but, you know, when you see a website like that, you're just thinking it's going to be great. I, I loved when those uh, bumper stickers came out like five years ago. I had one on back in my car. So what we're going to do is we're going to have this cat come in and see if he can give any validity to what my whole theory is. It's the steroids, it's the processing in the food that's making people fatter and that's making the chicks grow boobs mm. at an earlier age. It's not the McDonald's. It could be. could be all of that. They're against I, KFC and the whole thing. So we're, we'll get into that actually in the next break. Um but maybe fat is good because... Fat is fun. Well, listen to this. Halle Berry says being thought of as a beautiful woman has spared her from nothing in life. No heartache, no trouble. She's had all of that stuff. She says that love has been difficult. Beauty is essentially meaningless, and it is always short-lived. It's not meaningless. She got a hell of a long way with her beauty, but... She hasn't been able to take it anywhere further because she's a retard and annoying. If she if she could just kill either the retardedness in her or the annoyingness in her, she would be fantastic. But she has two strikes and one uh yeah, one ball. Here's the thing. I don't know whether or not this is true. I hear hot chicks all the time talking about how tough it is, how they never get approached because guys are intimidated. Both. On the Why other you approach them then. On the other side, 
You, they expect everybody to do the work for them. Dude, I've seen movies like Mean Girls and The Hot Chick where the hot chick gets stuff for free. You know what I mean? So they're getting stuff with the looks. We've brought in some special guests to discuss this with us. Now, it just so happens that I'm doing an appearance tomorrow at the Fairfax Hooters. So coming in right now in the hideout, I'd like to welcome the Hooters ladies from that Hooters in Fairfax. As Hooters has a, an amazing thing they've got going on where they're giving away jet skis, J-Dubs. And now's the time that you want a jet ski. So... As it, it well, here's what it is. It's the um, you got the Hooters, they got the great steak or chicken quesadillas, the world famous wings, and it's all served up by the world famous Hooter girls. And they're not wearing their outfits. What's going on? What is this? Is it because it's so late? Yes, this is not a public service event. All right, hold on. Look, get on the. You got to get on the mic to talk though. It's radio. All right, who's who? Bateman, who's who? Hi, I'm Crystal. Crystal? Raquel. Raquel? Karen. Karen, nice to meet you, ladies, and they can each share. So what, are you guys on your way out in that of town? You just decided to drop off food? Is that what happened? Yeah, sure. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming in. You're welcome. So let me ask you this. Did you hear what we were just saying how Halle Berry says that being hot is a curse and that you can't spare heartache or anything like that? Obviously, you're three beautiful ladies. All right? We got um, two beautiful Asian women here. And a regular Caucasian. Um, <laughs> regular. Yeah, milk toast. Yeah, not interested. So no, I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just go for the exotic thing. So here's my question. So, all what is that, buddy? an exotic Caucasian. Regular. Here's exotic. My... Oh, and what are you? Please tell me. Um, fat hairy Mexican. Well. No, here's my thing. What does oh, that do for me? Exactly. My question for you. All right, maybe it is personality, J Dub. Yeah, I'm it's, telling you. My question for you though is that as three beautiful ladies, and you know I'm just kidding with you. As three beautiful ladies, do you agree with Halle Berry? Do you find life tougher because you are hot? I mean, have you been spared heartache so far because you're beautiful, or no? No. no. Really? So you have? All right. I wouldn't believe it. Have anyone you? Who comes you, up to you and says, "Hey, you're hot. I'm going to spare you." Exactly. <laughs> but, I won't break your heart. Wait promise. a second. Wait a second, though. As, as hot chicks, you've never, you've never, um, like, have you had anybody break up with you before? Yes. Really? Yes. Maybe you're not as hot as I thought. <laughs> well, actually, no, I'm just kidding. You know what? It I, was probably only once, but still, okay. heartbreak is heartbreak. Well, it ha I mean, it happens to everybody, obviously. I guess it, it happens, happens to the best of us. Now, do you guys, do you guys get stuff for free the, as the Hooters chicks are here? I mean, do you ever... From anywhere. Like, like well, uh, if you're getting, uh, you get free drinks oh, at the bar. You get free stuff all the time. Where do you go? I got a drink last night. I got a drink last night for free. I got birthdays of head bars. All right, hold on a second, ladies. All right, hold on a second. Now all of a sudden it turned into a sorority house. Okay, hold on. Hey, hold on a second, all right? God damn. Jesus, I got a headache already. My parents didn't until tomorrow. So here's all right, you. What was your name again? Karen. All right, Karen, you said you got free drinks and a free gym membership? Yeah. All right, so Dubs, remember when we would do a, remember when we would do appearances? Yes. All right, hey ladies, it's like school. If someone's talking, you gotta behave. All right. You're so mean. You want us to go home? Not right, yet. Thank you. Time to go. I beat it. See you later. We'll see you at Hooters tomorrow. Yeah, and you'll still get this. <laughs> All right, bye, ladies. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. That went well. We need to get a. A big thing of Ritalin in before we have people in here. <laughs> yes. Oh, I wonder. Bateman, why do you hate women? <laughs> go uh, 
It's a good question. Jesus Christ. They have any idea about public relations? Hey, look, here's the thing. I'm tired. They're not going to be working tomorrow, as I'm going to be at the Hooters in Fairfax without those three being there. So come on out anyway, and we're going to get you signed up for prizes, including the Kawasaki 900 STX ski, uh, jet ski. I got warned about that. What? Somebody said, not a good idea. About what? Nothing. I'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah. Um, see, here's my point. You know why that was empowering? Three hot chicks, and I told them to beat it. Get out of here. I've had enough of you. We're trying to do a show here. And they're just talking about each other in somebody's party. Do you go to Lifetime Fitness? You know what? From now on, whenever we have, like, three chicks or anything, they come in one at a time. You know what? And we only want one. Maybe yeah. two. Well, if if we have two, one sitting in the buzz cave where they can't even see each other. Or back behind dubs. No, I don't want them near me. Hmm. I get a headache from that smell. <laughs> at least the Hooters wings are here. Yeah. That don't give me a headache. That gives me a tummy ache, and I want some food. <laughs> and I love it. <sighs> Girls bring things to a grinding halt. <laughs> Is it any wonder why we have a no girls allowed sign on the hideout on the front door why it's homoerotic humor are girls completely uninteresting they can be is it only when they're spread that they're worth anything yes i don't even think i could have handled it then i'll be honest well it, i'd have it, gotten a pillow and just been like Shh. yeah there's a, there's a lot of stuff you know you can put up with a lot of stuff when there's a forearm across the throat <laughs> No, that's not cool. Why? You put a, a pillow over her face. At least she has our nose to breathe out of. No. I'm not cool. I'm just crushing an Adam's apple. No. See, it's just hot. Oh. Huh? No. No, no, no. Wait, girls don't have Adam's apples. Holy <laughs> Spears does. Yours do. <laughs> hey, wait a second. You're my girl. I don't know. I wonder why I got separated. Did they have Hooters in Fowlerville? Yeah, oh. did they have one in Fowlerville? Not in Fowlerville. They had one, the one in Lansing. The one in Lansing was great. Yeah. I was there all the time. I remember the chicks there rocked. They were really fun. Well, I know who this is. Mantan, you're in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Hey, you know what? Pretty chicks are like turtles. They're only good when they're on their back and struggling. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm not going to turn the show into that. That's so not cool. Hello? Tom! I know. What is this like? us all of a sudden... You know what pisses me off even more? I'm a feminist. I am. Like, to the nth degree... No, you're feminine. I believe in women's rights. And I... Everything. Hmm. It, it just pisses me off when they don't respect... I, I wouldn't go there and start serving food. You know? That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm putting on a Hooters outfit tomorrow at the Hooters in Fairfax from 7 to 9. I'm just going to walk around different tables and steal tips, especially if any of them are working. <laughs> you think they get tips? Look, I got so many comments that I'm reserving right now. Amazingly, I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> yes, Cicada. I wanted to hear how their party went. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about you working out at Lifetime Fitness. Sid <laughs> actually has a new theme song we can play later. All right, we'll get into that, too. All right, now I'm in a really woman-hating mode. Yeah. Let's, let's roll with it. No. Let's do it. It's not right. It's not right, but it, sometimes it has to be done. We need a positive <laughs> sometimes, woman. Sometimes you just need to 
Give that little nudge to put them back in their place. We need a positive woman to call the show before the break. Yeah. Just one positive woman to say something nice so that we, re we remember that for every... But not all... And I dump that. <laughs> <laughs> I dump that because that could get us in trouble. Yeah. 866-277-4969. While we're waiting for the women to call, if they're even left... Listening after what you and Bateman, the tangent you guys just went on. We did? Uh, Seabass, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what up, fellas? What's yep. going on, man? Hey, man. Uh, thanks for hooking me up with the prize last night. You're welcome. But that was really cool of you, especially Doves, you know. Man, he's, a, he's the greatest. You know? He I is. Know. He's, yeah. a, he's amazing. Yeah, but I mean, you guys, uh, I think I have an idea. Why don't you do, like, karaoke night, like, <laughs> once a week and give away a prize to whoever sings along with the fruitiest song the best ah, yeah. Perioke, the return of Perioke. are you guys going to do that at the Dave and Buster's gang no hmm. really we lost a couple of the resources that would allow us to do that oh yeah I remember that yeah, right. I mean, it's not it's not that bad of an idea though. no I like the idea I mean, but unfortunately they'll sing along great with this I was really surprised the skater boy last night yeah yeah Dubs you're an amazing vocal talent I'm going to give it to you well you know I talk like a retard but I sing like a bird <laughs> you're William Hong all, All right, right, thanks, Seabass. All right. Matt Albert, I'm sure you have something positive to say about women. You're in the hideout on JFK. Whores. <laughs> Come on. Whores. Just in, in general. Yes. All right. They've got nothing. Hey, They've man, nothing. let me ask you this. How was your birthday? We were on the uh, mixtape vacation. It was fun hearing the Fothic. It was, uh, reminded me of my failure. <laughs> the Fothic. That's the fat the goth. A mirror, uh, mirror reminds you of your failure. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> that was the fat goth chick who was said she was going to take Matt Albert's virginity about a year ago now, and uh, you never ended up getting it. By the way, I have someone who is emailing me like constantly, like five or six times in a row, asking for her email. He yeah. really wants to bang her. Yeah, I know. He was in the chat last night. Oh, oh, that's, that's like dark car rail yeah. or something like that? He kept asking me if I was Matt Albert, and I was like, I don't know He was he begging for the phone number for the fat goth chick. Yeah. He was like, I got to seal that deal. I got to get me some of that. That's sad. All right, bro. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you for adding to the show. We miss you. When are you going to come back into the hideout? Anytime now. When I get my license. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so never. I, I got an uh, appointment tomorrow, a lesson. Yeah. Car instruction, yeah. What about a car? What are you going to do about that? I got a car. You do? Yeah, really? Yeah. What about a job? Uh, All no. right. Major protege, here I come. All right, man. We'll talk to you. See ya. Later. All right, here we go. We'll take a break. We'll come back. The person from nofatchicks.com is going to be here. Remember, despite what happened, come on out to Hooters tomorrow. We're going to have a good time, nonetheless. So you can hang out with me, Jag, and Cameron. Um, so come on in. It's the hideout. It's 106.7. And uh, talking about, actually, fat chicks and steroids and a problem in America, uh, WJFK. Hold on a second. Let me pick a really good one to play for those girls. Here we go. The Hideout with El Jefe and j -Dub. Is this the tool what they say about the way you people are gifted? Even retards can do a radio show. The Hideout. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now. Radio for fat kids. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dub.
tomorrow, 7 or 9 o'clock. I'm going to be there. My name is El Jefe, and that's my friend J-Dubs. Welcome back into the hideout. 866-277-4969. All the information you need is at RadioHideout.com. As um, so much to get to tonight, Dubs' friend from Fowlerville is in town, Brian. He's going to have some stories for us. Basically, I'm just going to interview him about Dubs and Fowlerville. And I'll sit here quietly peppering in. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. In fact, if you have even questions... Yeah. That you want to ask because there's probably going to be stuff that I'm not going to know of. Well, you're you're just going to be uh, you probably have kind of a focus of what you want to know about me, and the listeners might have some totally different questions because you've known me for a while. Yeah, so we will do that at the uh, at the top of the hour, J Dubs, in radio speak, um, if you will. So joining us in just a second will be Matt Rice. Um, he's on hold. He's from. The website nofatchicks.com. But first, I want to set this up. So I was on vacation. was in Texas. Went to America's number one water park, according to the Travel Channel. Uh, it's called Schlitterbahn. And it's got like uh, three miles of tubing adventures, like 17 water slides. It's this big, I've, huge, beautiful place in New Braunfels, Texas. I don't understand that name. What's the, what's the whole name, Schlitterbahn? That area was um, originally settled by Germans. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I'm sure, you know, something along those lines. Um, but anyway, regardless, so I'm there with my family, my little brothers, um, and, you know, having a great old time. And I just notice. Like walk, I'm not a, I'm not a small dude. I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, you know, I'm five nine, being generous, two thirty, being generous. And I was walking around in my Under Armour, you know, because I'm, uh, I'm at the water park. Yeah, you're a buff son of a bitch. And uh, but I'm noticing the people around me, and I notice uh, once is okay, twice is okay, but there was this amazing phenomenon of. People, and I'm not just I'm going to pick on the uh, the ladies, and forgive me, uh, because guys are always fat and disgusting, and they always kind of have been. Yeah. But there were women who had beer guts. Hmm. And when I mean a beer gut, I'm not talking even, I don't think I have a beer gut, Dubs. I'm just, oh, I'm just large. I'm just well, big. You're very, uh, uh, you're stout. Thank you. I'm talking beer gut like a Kevin James, you know, from uh, CBS's show that Leah Remini's on. Or is any of the fat guys, the Jim Belushi kind of, those kind of people. Beer guts. Women in bikinis with beer guts. That disturbed me. I'm thinking put a shirt on. But you see America's getting fat or whatever. I wonder about that. The other thing that I noticed, Dubs, while I'm at Schlitterbahn, is I'm, you know, you're there to scope chicks. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what you do. So you're looking around. And you just, I mean, the people in bikinis that aren't, the, the ones that don't have the beer cuts, those are the ones you're looking at. And, you know, you check them out, and then you see them from the front, and you see braces. Mm. And you're just like, all right, what the hell is this? I was there with my brother who's 14, you know, and my stepbrother who's like 23, and you can no longer tell the difference in women if they're 13 or 23. It doesn't happen anymore because women are developing at this outrageous, like, pace. I swear to you, if some sort of a study was done from 2004 to 1994, I guess that would have made me like a sophomore or something in, uh, in high school, maybe a junior. I bet that women are developed a whole cup size, if not maybe two, easy, uh, bigger 
now in 2004 than they were in 1994. You know what? It happens every year a little bit more and more and more. If you drive by any of the uh, high schools or middle schools or anything like that, like when they're walking home from school, you take a look. You think it's a college around there. You think people are walking uh, back and forth from college. Right, exactly. Well, this even happened to us when we went to Cedar Point and this four was, years yeah, ago. Four years ago. So it started then, but, you know, we didn't think, whatever. It's to the point now where it's outrageous. I'm at the water park, and you can't even, t- you know, it's just, it's stupid. To the point where I was, I was like, you know, I'm just going to check out the mills. I'm just going to look at the moms who are probably 26 and have a 10-year-old, but whatever, those are going to be the women that I look at now. I'm, I'm remembering Fowlerville right now. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So here's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get somewhat of an expert on to, to see if my theory about there's something in the food, Dubs, that's not only making us fatter, but that's making these, these, these young girls look like women at the age of 15 and 16. So joining us right now is Matt Rice from the website NoFatChicks.com which is also affiliated, and I don't think you mind me saying this, with PETA. Is that cool, Matt? Yeah, that's fine, actually. I was going to mention that we're with uh, people for the ethical treatment of animals and that this is just one of our websites. And by the way, com. it's brilliant. Well, <laughs> I, thank you. I want to say I mean, that's a great attention getter, especially for the, the young demographic like ourselves. We see something like that, we're going there, and then we learn a little something accidentally. Now, PETA is almost notorious for this kind of thing where they come up with these really almost catchy, weird things to draw other people in. That's, and that's, that's right. Sometimes, sometimes you guys go a little far, though. Like, what do you say, Dubs? I, I mean, I've just heard the stories of throwing blood onto things and like pouring. Hey, whatever. You gotta get attention. I'll be perfectly honest with you, Matt. You heard my whole thing, okay? You heard my thing about mm. the theory of the stuff in the food. I just really believe that the genetic engineering making making the tomatoes fatter, and specifically on the website nofatchicks.com. The chickens. Tell me about the site and whether or not I can learn about this on there. Well, well, nofatchicks.com is actually meant to draw people's attention to the fact that over 9 billion chickens are slaughtered every year in this country alone mm-hmm. and that these chickens are being bred and they're being drugged mm-hmm. to grow so fast and so quickly that they actually their legs cripple underneath their fat bodies. Mm-hmm. This leaves them in excruciating agony for the rest of their lives. And a lot of people don't know this. And, and so um, when they're sitting down to eat meat, they don't realize that they're paying somebody to drug these chickens. They're paying so somebody to um, to be cruel to these animals, and, and we just want them to know that they don't have to pay for that type Bateman, of Bateman, bring me in they some more of those wings. They can adopt a healthy vegetarian diet instead. Now, hold on a second. Before we get into the vegetarian stuff, the thing about the drugs, mm-hmm. is this, I mean, because you said they're even being drugged. That's right. Do you guys, has PETA done any sort of a study? Because I know you're really worried more. Um, or This is the conception that I have about PETA. That you're worried more about animals than humans. Is this true or no? Well, no, no. We're, we're not worried more about animals than humans. We're worried about both of them. Uh, animals on factory farms and in slaughterhouses suffer immensely. But the humans that are eating these animals are also suffering. As you mentioned, there's a growing epi- uh, obesity epidemic in this country right now. Americans are getting fatter and fatter. Children are getting fatter um, to the point that it's, it's, it's literally disgusting. And uh, vegetarians... Look at our intern. That have been proven to, to weigh an average of 20 I just keep on thinking extra crispy. Hello? And they, they also have a fraction of, of the diseases that meat eaters have. So Are you talking about vegetarians? Of the vegetarian diet. Okay. No, so 
Now, this is one of the things I noticed, too, Dubs, about vegetarians, and I guess you got somebody clicking over. I do. I apologize for that. Yeah, no problem. Whatever. We just want to make sure you're not hanging up on us. No. Um, this is something, I guess, too, about vegetarians. Have you ever noticed a vegetarian just, like, really skinny? Yeah, like, definitely. You, they don't, they're not... They're not obese, and you wonder how does that happen. That, that's not 100% true, but for the most part, yeah, they are. Uh, they're a lot less. Uh, I don't sloppy. You know, if they are overweight, they aren't as sloppy as the overweight people who eat meat. Have you guys caught any and flack? I love being sloppy. Have you guys caught any flack from from like the overweight community, fat people, for uh, the no fat chicks thing? Uh, a, f- a few people have have called in about that, but you know anyone who visits the website quickly learns that it's really about chickens and 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 how they're abused um, as baby birds, and and we think mm. that. Uh, that obese people who are suffering from mm. health problems due to their obesity mm. can relate to these poor people who are being drugged and bred to grow so quickly that they they can't even breathe comfortably. Um, oh. And so, you know, we, we want people to understand swimming. that there there is a way to reduce your weight health, healthfully. Right. And that's by adopting a vegetarian diet. And we encourage people to to go to our hotline one eight 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 veg food. That's one eight eight B E G F O O D. To get a free chicken. vegetarian starter kit, so they can help themselves and they can help animals at the same time. Now, so when did you take up the the vegetarian lifestyle? How'd that happen? Well, it was about uh, two and a half years ago, actually. My my wife um, was uh, looking around online and she came across the the PETA website, and she spent a couple of weeks. Researching you know, the breading's good, but the meat is excellent. And she said, you know, I I think I'm I'm going to go vegan. As a matter of fact, you know, a vegan's a vegetarian that doesn't drink milk or eat cheese or eggs or any other animal products. I got to tell you, vegans and, vegans and vegetarians scare me a little bit. It seems, yeah. it seems, it seems well, here's my thing. Well it, well, it scared it scared me at first too. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm open-minded, but it seems very un-American. It, it, it does, but but the thing about America is that we all have the freedom to. I'll choose. eat a chicken foot. And that's what she was saying. You know, let's choose. To, to reduce the suffering in the world, let's choose options like mock meats. We, you know, you can get the same taste, the same texture, right. without Not the cruelty, texture. the saturated fat, the cholesterol, and all the health problems that go along with eating meat. And, and when it came down to that, it's like, why wouldn't I choose that? Why wouldn't I choose to go vegetarian? It's easy. Twenty years ago, it might have been a little bit more difficult, but nowadays, in modern times, we have all these options out there that are available that we don't have to support the cruelty I mean, that takes Hooters place on right the factory now. farms. We don't have to. For, we don't have to support fat chicks to be healthy. You know. Again, we're talking to Matt Rice from the website NoFatChicks.com. It's uh, actually a little website set up by PETA, and this all kind of goes back to me being at the water park and uh, just seeing fat people and really developed people early on it's got to be something in the food that's that's completely my uh my contention you know what i'm going to do i'm going to bite through the bone um let me ask you matt specifically um do you think like the injection issue and like the whole like chickens and you know having them on top of each other and uh how many did you say it was that were killed a day well i don't i don't know if for sure how many are killed a day but nine billion are killed every year in this country alone. There's billions more co- killed in other countries. Do you think it's a money, corporate greed thing with, like, the American obsession of bigger is better? Is it some sort of conspiracy to, like, to like even maybe, like, what if, like, somebody was a pedophile high, high up in, like, the chicken industry and they were just trying to have the chicks grow boobs earlier? Well, you know, I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think it comes down to the American consumers. As long as there are people that are willing to pay for this chicken, then, then people will be willing to to go to great lengths to make it cheaper for um, them, so they can they can increase their profits. 
So as people turn away from the cruelty, as they turn away from these drugs and these breeding um, mechanisms that allow these chickens to grow so quickly, then the industries will turn away from those as well and, and go for healthier alternatives. Now, uh, is there a middle ground that PETA and meat eaters can find where you know people, both both groups will be happy? Like uh, if if the animals are let to live a, a natural life and then killed, would that make the PETA people happy? Well, I, I don't think it definitely make us more happy uh, <laughs> to have the suffering reduced. But since, Can we make you happy? Since of course. I'm, I'm a very happy person most of the time. Anytime I see, I mean, my family, most of my family members are, are meat eaters, mm. and, and they're starting to reduce the amount of meat they eat. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I hope this chicken was great. taking I encourage the, the people to take steps to transition into the vegetarian diet. Oh, but it, it simply boils down to the fact that Some we don't need to eat meat to be healthy. And as a matter of fact, we're healthier when we don't eat blood meat. So why continue to pay somebody to abuse these innocent animals I hear when you. you don't need to? I hear you, dude. I, let's take a phone call. you cool with that? Yeah. Absolutely. Matt Rice of uh, NoFatChicks.com, a uh, website for PETA. Man, Tan, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, bro? Hey, I want to ask the No Fat Chick guy. First of all, what's with the faulty advertising? If it's a PETA website, just say it's a PETA website. And are you concerned with fat people, or are you just trying to sell more Boca burgers? <laughs> well, we don't actually sell Boca burgers. That's, that's a good question. But uh, we try lots of different techniques, and we and we try to get people's attention. And sometimes when we put our name up on a board, people realize that it's PETA, and they, and they, they have, have questions that like you're steak. talking about. You know, they're just trying to sell more Boca burgers. This is one way that we can get people's attention and when they get to the website, they'll see in very plain that it is a PETA website, and they'll also see that chickens are being abused on factory farms. They'll get a, they can go to a section that says "See for Yourself," and they can watch videos of how these animals are crammed by the tens of thousands into sheds, ammonia-filled sheds, where they're actually sitting and, and walking their entire lives in their own way. I think it just tastes a little and, ammonia. And once they see this, we hope that they'll they'll click onto another site, a section of the site, that tells them how they can they can help stop it. And, and the best way to do that is to again, adopt, adopt a vegetarian diet. Dear, dear friends, um, dear friends, like you got me and you see your chick, you guys are now vegans and you know or vegetarians or whatever. Do your friends like? Do they goof on you? Do they ask you questions? I can't believe they're missing out in this way. At first, uh, uh, some of my friends did did goof on me, and um, they as they did ask questions, they they started to realize that. You know, there's there's no question to it that the the types of abuses that take place on factory farms are unnecessary, and and that we don't have to support them. And the, your listeners can can help stop this type of abuse simply by going vegetarian. It's it's that simple. And they can go online to goveg.com and they can order a free vegetarian starter kit, or they can go to our hotline 888-VEG-FOOD or they can and get go a free to my vegetarian starter free and learn how to adopt a healthy vegetarian diet, and stop the cruelty that takes place on these farms. All right, let's take a couple phone calls. Matt Rice, you're putting it out there. I, I, I tried going vegetarian for two weeks. Dubs, you remember this? Did um, you oh, yeah, get a definitely. vegetarian starter kit to help you out? It was, it, it, it's a rough road. Oh, I was very angry. I had mood swings, and I was like a, um, a hungry lion. Really? And eventually I had to go back to the meat. So, well, I'd recommend that you get one of our, our vegetarian starter kits that can help you make the transition easier, and you you won't you'll you won't notice any um, ill effects at all. Hey, let's um let's do this. Let's take a couple more phone calls. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Matt Rice from uh, NoFatChicks.com. AOL for broadband. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, uh, first of all, I feel kind of jewed about this whole thing. No, I thought this that's was not. First about of all, all right, but don't say jewed. Okay, that's not right. 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 Come on. <laughs> 
I, anyway, I, uh, I went to the Say you feel kind of Cameron. No, all right, that'll be I, it, but I, that's not cool. I went to the PETA website and checked out that video, and it was pretty, you know, disgusting how, like, they were throwing them against the walls, jumping on them, stomping on them. Disgusting or tasty? Then again, it does look like that working at that place would be fun. <laughs> All right, thank you. He says it. AO for broadband says working there would be fun. Well, now, well, I've seen Napoleon. Think, I've seen Napoleon Dynamite, and it didn't look like fun to me. Yeah, I think most people will agree if they watch like the video. And I believe he's referring to the video that we have on our website, kftcruelty.com, mm -hmm. that exposed uh, the the cruelty that was ha taking place on a Pilgrim's Pride yeah. um, factory farm in West Virginia, where chickens were being had their heads ripped off, and people were spray painting their names in blood, and they were stomping on these. Yeah, chickens. we. We, we heard about it. We I, talked about it. I think most it. people, when they see this video, they, they don't think that that looks like fun. I think they think it's sick. Right. And and, and this is the kind of thing that we, we want to draw people's Unless attention they listen to. to this, show. this is what's happening every single day on these factory farms. All right. There's a couple more calls. I'm not losing my appetite. Alex Carolla, you're in the hideout of JFK. Good to hear from you. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good, man. You gotta forgive me, man. I'm, I'm wiping the bark off my chest of that side of hugging the tree. All right, come on. Why can't you be kind to this guy? Yeah, he's a someone. He loves animals. He's trying to make us healthier. Why would you sit here and do a tree hugger joke? I'm sorry. I love animals too, but I like being on top of the food chain. I mean, if you feel badly for him. You know, cut yourself up a little bit. Go swim in the ocean and see if the shark is worried about, uh, you know, how you're feeling. That's a good point. What do you say to that, Matt? Well, you know, other animals like sharks, they have to eat meat in order to survive. And I don't have a problem with that. Humans, on the other hand, we're actually healthier when we're not eating meat. But, uh, you know, as far as the animal well, lover comments, uh, you know, sometimes that kind of irks me because I'm not particularly an animal lover. I'm, I'm, I'm not even particularly fond of children, but I don't want to see children, children crammed into sheds by tens of thousands. I don't want to see them have their noses cut off with no anesthetics or being, you know, I want to eat drugged and bred to grow so quickly that they're crippled when they're just babies. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to support that type of cruelty, regardless of whether or not you're an animal lover or a, a, a lover of kids or, or anything like that. I hear you, it's Matt. It's senseless cruelty, and it's unnecessary. I'm a KFC lover. I hear you, bro. Well, hey, man, thank you. I think maybe you swayed some minds. I mean, look, we're open-minded in the hideout, and I uh, I appreciate you coming in and helping us out. Website's nofatchicks.com. It's up to everybody to make their choice, but you do go. You're going to get disturbed a little bit. I didn't quite get the answer that I wanted, that this is the steroids are behind everybody getting fat and developing earlier, but I think I still learned some. Thanks, Matt. Thank oh, oh, one more question. One more question. You are from Peter or affiliated from Peter, right? Yes, I am. What would you think about shaving a number three into a cat? Shaving a number three into a cat. That sounds very bizarre. <laughs> but it wouldn't be cruel. It would be more of a, a memorial, if you would. Uh, well, you know, it, it might not be cruel, but uh, probably definitely unnecessary. And yeah, definitely. There's a lot better ways to spend your time, I think. Mm, I don't know. We need a segment to fill. Hey, thank you, bro. We'll talk to you. And um, Mike, who was on the line, said that he said he says it's the cows. It's the cows who are getting injected with the uh, steroids that are making the bigger boobs. And that one I think I could believe. And now I need a burger. Your boobs I'm, are big enough. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> you puffy nipples. I'm so hungry now. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break, and we're going to eat some wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, though, Dubs, you may be full from everything that you ate. <laughs> Can you believe you just got paid to do a segment to goof on a pita guy and eat? Yeah, his wings. A, and <laughs> This is a wonderful job. We're going to take a break and come back. Brian, who is Dubs' buddy from Fowlerville, is here. And we're going to learn all about J-Dubs. So if you have any question about J-Dubs' life, i got a million of them. 
uh, line up the phone lines. 866-277-4969. This is your chance. We're going to play a little game. Get to know J-Dubs. Uh, thank you to Matt Rice, NoFatChicks.com. Quick break. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Want to call the hideout? Call the hideout. Want to yell at us? Want to yell at the people yelling at us? All I want is a number, and that should be goddamn good enough for you. Now, give me a number, okay? You hear me? Yes. I'm sick of Treat me this way. Give me a number. I'll kill you. You want that? Call the hideout at 866-277-4969. They're killing me. 866 Specializing in homoerotic humor, The Hideout. I'm a gay homosexual. I defy you to tell me there's something wrong with that. With LFA and J-Dubs on 106.7 WJF. And welcome back into The Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am LFA. SJ Dubs, how are you? How's it going? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, Looking good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've already lost all the weight that I gained on vacation. Really? Thank you for noticing. RadioHideout.com. I got appearance tomorrow, seven to nine o'clock. Fairfax and Hooters. Please do join me to get signed up as they're giving away jet skis. So, and of course, you always got the great Hooters food. I just yeah, got, eat some chicken. I just got done wolfing down the uh, the samurai wings that the uh, the lovely ladies brought us in. Yeah. It's a great first segment. Um, <laughs> PETA, someone by the name of PETA was just on the phone. Um, I'd like for them to call back. They were offering us to join their local chapter, Dubs. Yeah. We just had someone from uh, NoFatChicks.com on. And basically the whole interview, you sat there and ate Hooters wings. Yeah, it was, it was tasty. While I was trying to have an intelligent conversation with the dude. And I, I'll say this about PETA. I like him. I mean, I, I, I believe in... I guess when you think about it, people for the ethical treatment of animals, how could you really be against that? I'm I'm for that, but I'm not for just totally cutting it out of my diet. Right. You know, I'd I'd rather have a chicken that lived a nice life. You know, I'd like to know. I you know what? I would like to know where the chicken's been when I get it. I'd like to have like you know like maybe maybe each chicken they kill has someone following around keeping a diary on it. A life story, a yeah. bio. Yeah. And I could read it while I'm eating it? Well, see, then that would keep me from eating uh, stuff that's lived. Because I remember I couldn't eat fish for the longest time because I was, uh, was on a little retreat with my family. Actually, it was a cult, and we were going to baptize people. And we went fishing, and I caught a catfish, and I caught it, and then I had to skin it. Oh. And gut it and the whole thing, whatever you do to it. You know what you can do with a fish? And then have to eat it, and I couldn't eat it, and I hated it. You can chop a fish's head off, and it'll keep on moving, and you can put a cigarette in its mouth, and it'll smoke the cigarette, but it'll come out the uh, back end of the head. Wow. Yeah. Now Just a little something for you there. Well, I hope don't do that. Why? Really? Why not? It's all right. you're, you're eating it. You, you aren't eating the head. Might as well have some fun with it. <laughs> I guess that's true. A little entertainment while you're cooking it up. Yeah. Now, people are worried about me that I'm really nutso for the animal stuff. And I don't think that I am. I'm just, you know, I'm all about... You are running dangerously close to being a, uh, a, a very hardcore vegetarian. You are one bad steak away from being a hardcore vegetarian. You think so? Yeah. I could see it happening within a day. Wow. I could see the turnaround happening so quick. I would do that. Hold on a second. Heckler, you're in the hideout on JFK. 
Hey, half acre douchebag. <laughs> how can you be? How can you be for Peta when you want to shave J Dub's cat? What's up with that, man? Well, no, I asked him. He said it was cool. No, he didn't. He didn't. No. I thought he said it was all right. No, it's not all right. And I, here's the thing: Far we, from it. We wouldn't be treating the animal horribly, Sadie Lou, your cat. Yes, we would be. It would be a memorial to the fi my fish you killed. I didn't kill your fish. You killed your own fish. And you how does that make me a douchebag, heckler? Come on. Yeah, man, I'm sure the I'm sure the cat's gonna like that, man. What's up with that? I don't know. Hey, hey when are y'all gonna call that Nancy skank? Oh, that's right. Nancy from uh, the mobile. Nancy from yeah. the mobile. You know what we should do? We should do that this week while uh, while Brian's here. Yeah. Maybe not tonight, but we'll we'll do that later on in the week. Yeah, I got my questions lined up for. All right, cool. What are a couple of them? Are just stuff like uh, before she goes to bed at night, does she does she brush her tooth or teeth? You know, stuff like that. You're gonna be really mean to this lady working at a mobile. Life's already beating her down. She's working at a mobile in Fowlerville. Her daughter got hit by a train. Hey, this is stuff that we want to know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, bro. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, that guy's getting better and better. Yeah. There's a whole debate as to who the best hideout caller is. My money's still on various. Yeah, Barry's is great. Mantan is always epic. Yeah. And then we got others like Matt Albert. couple quick calls and we'll learn about J-Dubs. Uh, Guff, Bob, you're in the high... Guff, whatever, you're on the you're on JFK. Hey, uh, yesterday was your fish. Today it's PETA. Tomorrow you're going to be in the show with... So I hope you stayed new to your pets like Bob Barker. This is getting ridiculous, fellas. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I try to keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> We have PETA on, and you're eating chickens on yeah, the air. Yeah, I love it. Shock jocking like Bubba the Love Sponge. Look at you. Uh, Sadie Lou, you're in the hideout on JFK. You there, Sadie you, Lou? You, Sadie? I hope she's dead. Sadie, baby. You there, little Sadie? You talk to her like that? Oh, yeah. I've seen it. All right, so here's the thing. Brian. I give her a big kiss every night. Brian, Dubs is a buddy from Fowlerville, is here. If you have questions for Brian or J-Dubs, a little segment we like to call Get to Know J-Dubs. We only know a few things about J-Dubs as it is right now. Um, Dubs, you're more you're famous for your sayings. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like a colored guy. I don't like a colored guy. Dubs says a lot of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a gay homosexual. And then when Dubs gets, gets excited... <laughs> it's a lot of this, though. I don't like a colored guy. You... You said I said that, and I had to uh, correct you that I never said I don't like a colored guy. I never said that. And that's how it came out. Why do you, I guys, have... you guys cut that up. Why do I have the tape? I don't like a colored guy. That's what J-Dubs is. You hate animals? I don't like a colored guy. And then that's you and your belief. I don't like a brown chicken. Or a white one. I don't like either of them. J-Dubs, cat, you're back in the hideout. Meow, meow, meow. Why do you want to shave a three in me? Why can't I just have some good old chicken wings with you, Mr. Dubs? Even your cat socks. Cat rocks. <laughs> All right, so Brian, you're here from Fowler, bro. Let me ask you this. Let's start with Dubs' cat. You've been in his apartment. Yep, yep. Isn't the cat ugly? I, I think it's a beautiful cat. Really? I do. It, uh, you know what? It looks slightly... It looks like you should be playing in a special baseball No, league. it doesn't. Actually, I had a fight with my girlfriend to not get one that looked like it should play in a special league because she wanted to get these flat-faced ones. I'm saying, I, I didn't want one that looked touched. <laughs> you, uh, 
You knew this cat. When did you guys very first meet? And I'm not mean Sadie Lou, but you and J-Dubs. Uh, I moved to Fallen Roll about sixth grade, so I kind of ran into him right around then. So you ran into Jelly Roll Johnson then? Jelly Roll, yep. That's, that's what who, he was known as. That's who you knew back then. Oh, yeah. What, what did you know about me then? Yeah, well, I, let me ask you this. So, Dubs, you've been in Fallonville your life, right? Uh, all, all through school. And what happened? What was the poor luck that it made you end up in Fallonville, Michigan? Uh, his parents moving. Uh, yeah. You hate the ever city and uh, Fallonville, you know. Yeah. Getting away from black people? Yeah, yeah. See? I love them. That's what it is. You guys, I swear, Fowlerville mentality. It, I swear that is the mentality of the older people around there, though. Are you nervous yeah. being in a room with a Mexican? A little bit, but... Uh, I've seen your own. That's why. <laughs> what? <laughs> you too. Oh, I'm, I gotta admit, I'm a little nervous. Why? I'm outnumbered. And then if Cicada gets in here, he starts talking about his dad. I'm sure he wants to invite you over for a meeting. Him and his dad. <laughs> Special meeting to have out in the shed. <laughs> um, so anyway. You gotta bring your own cross, though. What? Whenever you show up in the sixth grade and you see a, a J Dubs, does everybody say, all right, this is the kid we pick on? This is the guy we're going to mess with? Yeah, for the most part, that is pretty much how it went. Was he cool at any time? Because you knew him, I guess, from sixth grade. You guys graduated together, went on a broadcasting school together. Yep. At any point, was Dubs the cool kid? Never till we graduated. So all the way through. No, I wasn't like a... Well, he got a little bit cooler, you know, around sophomore, junior year in high school, but uh, I still didn't hang out with him because his mom was a janitor. <laughs> all right, let's, let's delve into that a little bit. First on the subject of J-Dubs' mother. Let me ask you. He'll never give me a straight answer. Would you bang her? Oh, you know, in high school, probably not, but she lost some weight since then. <laughs> and, yeah, I told him. She's looking looking fine, Karen is. Is she really? Yeah, I guess so. So, now, do you still see her around? Do you, you live in Fowlerville still or no? I'm in Lansing now, so I'm... Moving up I've, to the big city. Yeah, Good for you. Yes, I don't see her anymore, no. But, um, how big was she? When you oh, were, uh, what did you say, man? Like three fifty? No, she was never. <laughs> she had a sweep. You think a three fifty lady could sweep? I think she was no. up around two hundred. Yeah. Was she? How tall is she? She's she, a tall lady. Mm, well, I, I was she's short. She's about five ten. I, that's a tall. Let's yeah. call for a woman. Who does she? Who does she most resemble? If you were to say she looks like somebody, I mean, Dubs always says she looks like me with with a wig, but I, I want like somebody famous. Is there like a Kirstie Alley or a... Kirstie uh, Alley meets, uh, what's that lady's name, uh, from uh, Rhett Butler. Is that her name? Brett Butler. Yeah. <laughs> the lady from, uh, what is it, Amazing Grace or yeah, Grace Under Fire? Grace, Grace yeah, Under Grace Fire. Under Fire, yep. And you know what was funny about Grace Under, uh, Under Fire? That chick was kind of hot. No, I could never get into her. Hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Because she looks like my mom. <laughs> See? Um... I don't know why this keeps coming up, but somebody wants me to ask you, would you suck the jelly out of Miss Jelly Roll Johnson? Only if she asked nice. Mm. Was she ever the talk? Now, let me ask you, did you ever goof on Dubs when he was in uh, when he was in school because his mom was the janitor? Oh, yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. You know, I never got the janitor jokes, but I always got, like, the Jelly Roll jokes. You were kind of behind his back. We didn't yeah. say it to his did face. We don't... You can't control something what your mom does like that. We didn't want to hurt, a, hurt his feelings too bad. So. Yeah, it's tough to make fun of a kid when his mom works there. Like, I'll tell you this. I grew up, and a couple of times my parents were in education. A couple of times my dad was a, a superintendent or a vice principal. See, my we, mom was a teacher. We aren't that that different. We're really Maybe. not. 
Um, but the thing about it... Your, your parents made the mess, my parents cleaned it up. But the thing about it was that it was embarrassing for me, for the, the you know, like the one school year that I was at the same school in which my mom taught. And she was a teacher. I couldn't imagine growing up U-dubs with your mother as a, as a janitor. It never really bothered me. Not once. I don't think you guys made fun of him enough. We may, we may not have. Did you? Did he have girlfriends, J Dubs? Oh no, no, not through. Don't get me wrong, though. Either did I. So, so all you, you guys are just a bunch of birds and drawing around. Oh right? yeah, yeah. And Fowlerville, that's the way it was. Were there any hot chicks in Fowlerville? Back then, it was all sweatpants and softball shirts. Definitely, there were hot chicks in the school, though. Yeah, they were all fifteen, though. But we were when we got older. But would you would you ever talk to them? Yeah. Like, did you take somebody to the dances? No, I never really went to the dances. Really? No. 866-277-4969 if you've got a question for Brian or if you've got a question for J-Dubs. So I'm fascinated by you and your life, and I know a lot of times, too, people wonder what it's like, like for you growing up in a place that you did and the mentality that you did. And, you know, I seriously doubt me and Brian would ever be friends if we didn't work together and we weren't forced to hang out. For a little bit, when I not it. Yeah, I I worked at uh, Fargo Farms at the time, and so did his sister. And then he came to work there. And both of us were busboys at uh, at a restaurant. And so that's how you guys got to know each yeah. other. Yeah, but I didn't really even hang out with him then. I... No, but we we, <laughs> we got to know each other at least. Here's and, what I'm and... wondering: Am I stuck with the uncool kid? Like, uh, is not anymore. No, he got real cool when he got older. How does that happen? How is it you go from being a complete dork, nerd, that, loser, how, Jelly Roll Johnson, got on the radio, into the superstar that you are? That's how it always happens. The the jock is the guy you see drunk driving around your hometown. Cicada. <laughs> All right, there are some exceptions to the rule. All right, my bad. But you know, there the the guys are cool in high school. Dime out on that coolness in high school their whole life. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you aren't cool in high school, you gotta you gotta try to uh, overcome it after high school and try to make yourself better. Then, what about because you failed the first time, you get a second chance. And when you think about high school, it's only four years of your life. Yeah, I mean, I'm I guess I'm eight years removed now from high school. I'm coming up on a ten year reunion. God, I gotta drop forty pounds <laughs> in the worst way. Really, I, it's, it needs to happen. So, speaking of sisters, Dubs, was Brian's sister hot? <laughs> no. Can you say that easily with a straight face? Yeah. I'm, all right. There is a uh, there is a uh, a family of rednecks that live in uh, the area, and uh, we're actually worked the whole fry line of this restaurant. The, 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 the whole family tree was yeah. The the father the, no actually the father was a farmer over right. at their house. I think the he's mother. In jail. Is he now? Yeah. Beautiful. The mother, the daughter, the sons all worked on the fry line at this place, and uh, now Brian's sister's married to one of them. <laughs> Move it up for the world. Nice. There's a lot of flannel. What about Dub yeah. what about Dubs' sister? Oh, <laughs> she was she was the bottom of the cheerleader pyramid. She was, yeah. She I was a base. I can't even believe that she was um she was on the cheerleading team. Uh, if you've seen the Fallerville cheerleaders. Yeah. That's what leads me to think there were no hot chicks there. 
I had hot chicks in my school. Yeah, we definitely had uh, really, really hot chicks. Uh, not hot chicks, but really, really cute chicks. Yeah. Just, Justin's grade was a lot better for the crap of hot chicks than mine was, really. Oh, so you guys aren't even in the same grade. I was one ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that was the only reason I even started hanging out with them is because all my friends went to college and I worked <laughs> at a pizza shop. So yeah, and we worked at the same pizza <laughs> shop after that. Big Cheese Pizza, yeah. nice. Two two three seven seven one one. All right, enough of that. Kevin, you're in the hideout on JFK. Kevin. Hey, I don't know what's wrong with you guys, but uh, that's his mother. I mean, I don't understand how he sits there and lets you guys disrespect his mother like that. It's always going to be his mother, big or small. So. I agree with that, Dubs. Why do you let us make fun of your janitor, fat janitor mother? Because it's, 19, it's not 1988 and mother jokes aren't cool. So you don't, it, it, I'm not going to get offended by it and say, no, no your it, mama. It's just a, I'm it's talking point. truthful. It's the principle. And don't get me wrong. I no, love she's the janitor, not the principal. No, she's the janitor. All right. Look, it's all right. It's your mother, not mine. If it doesn't bother you, no big deal. What do you think? Well, what a second, though. What do you, let me ask you this, Kevin. What do you think of a person who doesn't mind if you make fun of his mom? Well, I, I just, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's the right thing. It's your mother. I mean, yeah. your mother sacrifices so much from the time you're born. I mean, if nothing actually She gave respect. birth to you? She cleaned the halls for me. He swept floors 70 hours a week. See, look at this. I'm trying to actually talk her up, and they're the one bringing her down. I know. I hear you. They're going to hell. uh, I don't know, man. I guess it says something about the individual, if you ask me. It does. It does. And thank you for calling. I appreciate that input. Questions for J-Dubs at 866-277-4969. The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. I'm El Jefe, and that's Dubs. What about sports? Was he athletic? No. No, but he he tried. Yeah, I did. I did at my best. Do you have any interesting, like like juicy stories about Dubs that maybe you haven't you haven't shared with us yet, Dubs? Anything like that? I'm not sure. I think I've shared everything, but Dubs really goes almost almost to the point that I I sometimes they don't believe him in some of the They're stories that true. he tells. They're true. They're I'm sure of it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm Justin Talis. I don't know exactly what he's been talking about, but they're he's pretty outrageous. I I understand that. I grow. Up. I've lived a rich life. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing Dub says is in that a he, poor household. Is that he's worth a ton of money? No, I, my grandparents are sitting on a ton of money with their land. I'm not worth anything. I'm not getting a dime of that. Right. But my grandparents, if they sold their land, could get a pretty penny. Did you? Do you feel like in any way you were slighted growing up in Fowlerville? You feel better about it. You feel like you like you got. It was a good of, experience, I guess. I don't even know how you could say that. You did see, uh, you know. How rednecks live. Yeah, you, you have no idea how rednecks live. I think so I you've do. you've seen Justin's backyard with the littered gun hole shot, you know, yeah. uh, washers and dryers, refrigerators. I told you about that. I told you that my mom's ex-boyfriend used to just take old appliances in her backyard and shoot them up. Tinch, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Yo, Yo I want to ask uh, J.S. buddy something. Since you've been around J.S., what was the most horrible prank? That J Dub says that was done because I know J Dub be doing some horrible things, some sick things. What's the most disturbing prank that J Dub has done? That's what I want to know. Did he ever pull anything on you? What about oh, that? Not, you got no, something, not, Brian? No. That's a good one, Tenshi. Uh, Thank you. I'm sure you've told him about the uh, the roadkill before, Evan. Oh yeah, we used to stuff roadkill into people's mailboxes. Hey, Our friends. The, my favorite is <laughs> actually one time we took roadkill and put it, it in the jeep. Yeah, we put it in someone's <laughs> jeep and put the uh, hands on the steering wheel, so it looked like he was driving. <laughs> we used to do that quite often, actually. And then we'd just drive around, find roadkill, and then just putting a bunch of lighter fluid on it, lighting it up, and driving away. So people just drove by a bunch of flaming roadkill. 
That's small town life, baby. Yeah. That really is. You'd get the six pack and you'd go, what did nah, you we, yeah, just, just get a bunch of whippets. Hey what, hey, what about the time, and Dubs has told me this story. At first he tried to pass it off like it was someone else. Putting a broomstick in the in the spokes of a wheelchair. Of a, of a, of of, a wheelchair. Uh, oh, I've never heard that. Yeah, you weren't. This is uh, our senior year. And uh, actually, no, it wasn't me. It was someone else. And was someone, a girl from the uh, handicap classes? No, she Oh, the girl got hit by a car. Yeah. yeah. What happened? But she was a hardcore bitch. Oh, That's that. no reason to stick a broomstick, though. Yeah, because she'd come up and hit you for no reason. If you didn't put the broomstick in your spokes, she'd catch you. <laughs> she had wheels. There's no way to get away from her. Unless you... You, you, you uh, run! No, you can't run faster run than wheels. Train. Yeah, runaway train. She had you call up the stairs. Oh, God. Hey, this wasn't me. Actually, uh... Our friend Bobby Wyman, uh, he, a couple kids within a week got hit by a train. And at the dance, in the middle school dance, this, this kid goes up and uh, requests a soul asylum runaway train in their names. <laughs> and just like the whole dance got quiet when the DJ got on there. The DJ doesn't know. No, the DJ has no idea. <laughs> There's four kids in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> What's the real? What is this story? People getting hit by trains? Well, yeah. Like uh, one kid uh, was uh, delivering pizzas, <laughs> and he w he was late on a delivery or something. They, that was when the 30 minutes or less was really big. So he decided to cut through the the two bars at the uh, at the uh, train tracks and got caught in between them and got his car nailed. And another two were uh, walking down uh, this uh, down the train tracks, and there was a bridge on the train tracks, and they saw a train coming, and they started running. They didn't make it in time. Wow. Yeah. Kind of like Stand By Me. Yeah. Yeah. And the other ones got hit on a uh, four-wheelers. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually in the town next to us. It's <laughs> <laughs> such amazing life. Stuff that I guess you, you didn't have cable. I mean, No, I didn't have cable until I got into high school. Yeah, they couldn't get, they could get cable out to our house. We lived too far out of town. Mm-hmm. Did Dubs ever get picked on? Like, seriously picked on by, like, jocks or something? At practice, you know, we'd, they'd, they'd, they'd try to rough him up. You know, oh, yeah, get on Jelly Roll, you know, jump on him, push him around. Is that why, you, is that why you're so, like, defensive? I don't know if I'm defensive. I mean, is that where your humor came yeah, from? Yeah, definitely. Definitely that's where my humor came from. It's a uh, defense. He's getting back at the world. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> the only place that people get killed by trains since the 1930s is Fowlerville. <laughs> It's so true. Actually, actually, one you of the guys, guys died because he was breaking coal into the thing and just fell in. They're still dying of smallpox. <laughs> and the flu wiped out Hibbert Street. It's so funny. Oh man, if you uh, yeah, anything for Dubs. I just, I just love learning about you, man. I love anything else you want to know. I'd, I'd love to hear everything. I mean, I'm, I'm open to it. Just tell me what you want to know. Um, there's a lot of stuff rated. NC-17. Yeah. I'm down with that. Give me one juicy story, and we'll, and we'll go out on this NC-17 story if there's anything. Is there anything that you don't want to share? Mm. If you want to start the story, Brian, and then if we need to, I can dump out. Yeah, go ahead and start something, and then I'll dump out if I need to. I, I just have the one story we were talking about earlier kind of coming to mind, which uh, is... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Your lack of cleaning um, prosthetics. Uh, I had a, uh, <laughs> a uh, fake badge. At my at my house, and uh, I didn't clean it that often. I would use it a lot, but it would barely ever be cleaned. 
Sometimes you'd see it in his back seat of his car. Yeah. He drove it around like a trophy. Well, I, like, you never know where you're going to need it. <laughs> so you you seriously had a a fake, yeah. uh, a porta pone Yeah. And you'd throw it in the back of the Cavalier or whatever it was you are driving at the time. Yeah. And so you would use it, but you wouldn't clean? It's hard to clean on the road. <laughs> you have this fascination in doing that on the road. So would you guys get in the car and like look in the back seat and be like, oh man? Yeah, pretty much. He's been at it again. Yeah. Do you guys ever like swap, like run a train on it? Uh, not me personally. Uh, Bikers, BJ yeah, hit it. Yeah, BJ did hit it once or twice, I'm sure. That <laughs> you know of. <laughs> you guys are. But shit. it was it was dual fun. <laughs> <laughs> he was able to enjoy one part while you were able to enjoy the Not other. at the same time, though. Whatever. <laughs> Who knows what's going on in the bell? He came up to Big Cheese with pride telling that story. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> but I realized there wasn't something right about that. <laughs> right about that boy. You guys are doing DP with a port of <laughs> You and my curious BJ. I can see you there, sitting there watching the Dukes of Hazard. He reaches around to my ass. Hey. Don't be gay, man. <laughs> We're doing a totally straight thing here. DP, this is straight deep. <laughs> like, uh, like you're trying to start a fire. Oh, man. All right, well, that's good. I like that one. I'm impressed by that one a lot. Um, one more call and we'll take a break. Vampire, you're in the hideout on JFK. Doug didn't tell you that fake badge was his prom date. That probably was, it wasn't was. it? His prom date was his sister. Did you really? Daisy came no. fake she was already moved out with her uh, internet boyfriend by then. Yeah. Imagine this. I just love resetting the story. Here's a big, nerdy dubs who's overweight, puffy nipples. Actually, I wasn't overweight at that time. Into the insane clown posse. His mom's a janitor, and his sister is getting married to internet guys from Massachusetts. This, my friend... Is your radio host. This is America. <laughs> and anybody can make it in America, right, Dubs? Yeah. He's Look living. at me. I'm, I'm living the life. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's The Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout. We were talking about your mom, Dubs, and how she's probably done some really weird things to you. I want you to know that sometimes, sometimes she listens to the show in the uh, illegal underground. Now I feel bad. God damn it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Now I feel bad. She's a whore. <laughs> the Hideout with LFA and J-Dubs. Everybody be cool. You be cool. The Hideout. The Hideout. Here they are. LFA. Half of the food chain and dinner is served. Dubs. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. Um, 866-277-4969. Uh, hit up RadioHideout.com for all the information you need, including um, the information on tomorrow's appearance at Hooters. I'll be at Hooters from 7 to 9 o'clock The Hooters in Fairfax. And, Dubs, I was thinking about doing a couple of new things on the website. What? I always, I always want to kind of try to keep things fresh as much as possible. He have reasons for people to, you know, go and new fresh things and check in. That's what the forums are for, the polls. 
Got to get new audio and video up there. And I was thinking about starting to write an editorial or something. Because I know a lot of times people don't dig when I get super political on the show. and But I feel like I need an outlet. I mean, I really got into radio so that you know, I could be heard. And I was so pissed off when I was on vacation watching the coverage of the Democratic National Convention by CNN. Yeah. CNN blows. At, they, they, they used to be good. And I, there's this pressure now to keep up with Fox News. Yesterday, I was very impressed with CNN. But go on. Well, what were you impressed with first? Uh, the, uh, the terror level went up, and they, they would talk about it, but they wouldn't dwell on it and try to scare you. I was watching it, and they, they talked about it, and they moved on to some other stories. You know, they tried to keep it, you know, fresh. I turn over to Fox. I turn over to MSNBC. They're just hitting this hard, trying to scare everybody about it. Right. And CNN actually did a good job of reporting the news, and then that's it. Let me ask you this, Brian. You're from Lansing. You're in town visiting your buddy Dubs. Do you guys, is Lansing scared of a terrorist attack? Not at all. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't have that kind of fear in the, in the Midwest, if you would, that something's going to happen? Not at all. See, that's interesting. You don't, I, you don't feel it at all when it goes up. I find it interesting as well that D.C. doesn't get scared. Like, no. the people of D.C., I got to give it to you, man. When I first moved here, I moved here, and it was right before the first anniversary for September 11th, and I was frightened yeah. beyond all belief. I was so nervous that day. In fact, I'll say this before I even get a job here. Thank God for WJFK, because I listened to Howard that morning, I listened to Don and Mike that afternoon, and it helped me kind of get through the day, you know, just having those, you know, those voices there for me. But um, I was scared, and now that I've lived here more, I see that I'm impressed, and I kind of understand where, you know, you have the Capitol, and you have all the monuments and stuff, and, you know, it just it becomes part of life, and you don't get so scared. You're used to the IMF being there, you're used to the White House being there. Yeah, I mean, I... And what does being scared get? Where does it get you? You know, it doesn't get you anywhere. You gotta just move on. If anything happens, it happens. And you know, are you afraid of dying? Oh, of course. Are you really afraid of dying? Of course. I didn't see. I didn't think you were. You didn't strike me as the person who'd be afraid of dying. I, I mean, there's many things that scare me about dying, like uh, just the whole mystery of it. I don't like mysteries. Right. I like to know what's going on. I like, uh, you know, I like to be. Aware, and if you, if you aren't aware, it's kind of it, it. It's just I don't want to be nothing. That's my biggest fear. See, I'm almost hoping for that. Oh, not me. I'd rather burn in hell for eternity. What? Then then be nothing. I'd rather completely be nothing as opposed uh -oh. to eternity of uh, excruciating no. pain. No. It, it, the worst thing than being hated is being indifferent. Yeah, but you don't know because you're nothing. You're nothing. You're just yeah. gone. That, that scares the hell out of me. You're not around to know that you're nothing. That, that's what scares the hell out of me. Brian, you afraid of dying, dude? I'm afraid of dying painfully. Otherwise, no. You're not afraid of the afterlife? Not at all. So what, what gives you that peace? Are you a religious man? <laughs> not at all. But you just, you're, just, you're not worried? I'm actually looking forward to finding out what is. Hmm. All right, get everybody in here. We're going to make you flatline tonight. <laughs> hey, why don't you move over here to this mic so the boys all can right. all share a mic for... Yeah, can we do that to you? Can we choke you out? That'd be great. Yeah. Cicada, what about you? Are you afraid of dying? No, not really at all. It, I would seem... You realize you're close. Be, yeah, death would really have to be easier than my life here. Yeah, you really are having Even out. if I did go to hell. You know what? 
you're so mad, Albert, right now. I mean, you're complete. You've become mad, Albert. I think he's even worse right now with the whole. Uh, yeah. Yeah, with all, with what he's looking into. You know. Oh, don't you have new theme music? Let's yes, listen. do. Let's listen to uh, Cicada's new theme music. I'm excited about hearing this. Allie G. It's from the Allie G show. All right, enough. None of us are Jewish. I don't feel comfortable in this. But Allie G is. Yeah, I just don't feel comfortable with that. That's twice now. Even the callers are getting in on that anti Semitic stuff. All right, enough of that. Beat it already. You're, I hope you die. Seriously. <laughs> It's so close. You're gonna save me so much heartache. And by the way, you're going to be um, you're gonna be going to jail. It's well documented. We want to do something in the hideouts, almost simulate jail. I. <laughs> All right, I dumped that too. I'm just not. I can't even afford to have you on the air anymore. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna push you in the bus cave. We're gonna think of something really bad to do you now, because now I want to hurt you. <laughs> I've I've dumped you twice for racial oh, I, remarks. I am back in Fellerville. You are. It's this whole mentality. I've dumped you twice because of racial remarks. Get out of here. Beat it. It's like you're a Hooters chick, except you're more entertaining. And you got bigger Hooters. <laughs> yeah. Geez, what, what was that about? Oh, I mean, go to Hooters tomorrow. Well, no, it's not a knock on them. Wow. Uh. Bateman, are you afraid of death? It, it varies. Sometimes, like right now, I think about it and I'm calm and like, no, there's not, nothing to really worry about. But then again, like if there's a, you know, I think someone's behind the door ready to kill me, then I get all like nervous and everything. Do you think that a lot? Why would you think that? <laughs> not anymore, thanks to medicine. <laughs> Did you? Did you think people were out to get you? Uh, sometimes, like uh, I remember one time I was, I was at a friend's house and we watched. We, we, <laughs> Thank you, Uncle. We were like watching a movie, and then like I came home, and like my house was real dark, and I was like, I see somebody in the hallway. Die, 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 die. They're there to get you. Yes. And your precious pet. No, just me. I didn't have a dog then. Oh, really? No. Hmm. What about you, Oddball? I just had cats. You you seem like the guy that wants to go to hell. Is it because you like Slayer? Is that what it is? Slayer! Yeah. Slayer! Uh, no, I'm not a Slayer fan, thanks. Oh, uh, sacrifice! Queensryche, my bad. <laughs> I'm into uh, probably more of the... Uh... Oh, we're going to <laughs> Are you afraid of dying, though? That's the question. It really depends. I mean, I'm kind of like, uh, you know... Brian? Brian, that, uh, you know, it depends on how you're going, you know. If you're going to be dying painfully, like in a fire or... You know, eaten by a, a great white shark or something, that's one thing, you know. But Do you want to go out in style? Well, you know, it's like they say, lean into it. If you see it's coming, lean into it. You know, Take one it for the it. team. Yeah. <laughs> Be a good lead-off guy. A slow, lingering, painful death. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants that. I don't but, know. You know. If you're going to die. I th I've heard there's nothing. You never feel more alive than when you're on the verge of dying. Well, that's, I guess, you know, why there's uh, all the interest in extreme sports and stuff. Because, I mean, you're right there. It's... One stupid move and you're, you're dead. Yeah, actually, Eyeball brings up a good point, and just because like I'm not really so much, I guess I'm not so much scared of dying as I am of being in pain or like feeling sick all the time and like not being able to do anything to get out of the pain. I, I am completely the opposite. I I'm not worried about the pain of death or whatever. 
I'm worried about what's afterwards. Yeah, I, I, I so wish that I was at peace with, with everything. You know, with 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 yeah, with God, with whatever, because I just know it's not going to end. Positive. You know what I want you to do? Hmm. Read the Koran. <laughs> hey, why not? Memorize it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that tonight. Do I have to give a book report? Yes. Here's the thing. So I'm flying back from Houston. Okay, I'm on a Continental, and I was surprised because they were showing a movie. Starts uh, Starsky and Hutch. Awful. It's a really bad movie. Oh, I to die. But I was happy that they were showing a movie because I was like, I got a three-hour flight, and maybe it'll pass the time a little bit. And I guess it did. And so I don't know why, though. You know, usually when you're on a plane, you fly real high and you get above all of the clouds. For some reason, this plane didn't. And it was going through the clouds. And I swear to you, all right, one time we're flying, all right? We're sitting here, we're flying. And I'm, I got the middle seat. I don't know how I got stuck with the middle seat. I got two chicks on either side of me. Completely opposite. The one on the window is gorgeous. Just beautiful. It's one of those, like, you're sitting there, you're the first one in, and then she's walking down the aisle, and you're like, please sit next to me, please sit next to me. Yes. She's sitting next to me. You're thinking, all right, I'm going to have a conversation. Oh, so you, you, you pretended you were asleep and laid your head on her shoulder. And... No, no. Who, who was the one on the other side? Um, if I get lucky, maybe stinky pinky. Other side, <laughs> quintessential... Like nervous Nelly, fat mother. Okay, you lay your head on that chick for the pillow, and you have the hot one rub your feet. <laughs> okay, that's good enough. So we're sitting there, and we're flying. We're in the middle of uh, Starsky and Hutch, and we're and we're going through a, a cloud. I can tell we're going through a cloud. All of a sudden, it's like it's final destination. It's like that. Have you seen the previews for that new uh, show on ABC, like Lost? Where they're flying in an airplane, and all of a sudden they got turbulence, and the tail breaks off, and they're on a deserted island. Looks great. How is there any deserted islands anymore? I don't <laughs> understand that. I don't know that either. Sitting there, and then all of a sudden, the worst turbulence ever. And so, I mean, it was to the point. Did they make you sit on one side of the plane? No. It was because the extra weight you put on for this week. No. But I literally... And I'm, Sir, we're going to have you get up at the front. I'm a, I'm a grown man. I can't believe I didn't tell you the story earlier. I'm a grown man, and I grabbed the legs of the two chicks sitting on either side of me. You like, squealed like a girl. Okay. Like so holding one, on for dear life while, while we're shaking. One just kind of smacks her. The other one just sinks in. Yes, exactly. Perfect. And both of them had the exact same reaction. Get your hands off me. And I felt I felt really creepy for a moment. I get that a lot. But but at the same time, it was the plane literally moved like up, down, and around for like what had to be the longest two seconds ever. And I thought I was going to die at that point. And I was just thinking, could there any be anything worse than like having your plane break apart, like in that preview for you know ABC's Lost. And just falling to the ground. I kept thinking of that this weekend when I came out. When you flew? It was the first time I've ever flown. You know, in <laughs> a plane, just like falling and, and like you're in your seat. And I always come up with these like ideas. All right, well, maybe I can make my shirt into a parachute. <laughs> or, what are you, three? <laughs> I'm trying to live. And have you ever thought about this, too, whenever you're like in a, a plane going down? Like, what if I jump out like 20 feet before we hit the ground? Could I just duck and roll and be okay and end up living? Oh, you're still traveling the same rate of speed as the plane is. You're going to well, splatter. Eventually, after I uh, 
You'd have more luck being inside the plane. After I took physics, I realized that. And so, but this is what, and and they, I, what is the saying? That um, there are no atheists on a plane? Like, were you, were you all of a sudden thinking, yeah. you know what, I, uh, I believe in God now all of a sudden? A little bit more. Yeah. You're, you're up there, you're, you're closer to him. I do a thing, I don't listen to Manson. I don't listen to a perfect circle Judith, where he says, F your God. I just, I don't want any, I, usually I just listen to rap. I figure I'm safe with some rap or maybe some Jodeci. Positive. Well, I'm not so. I'm just trying to be any, affirming. Trying to be anything but anti God. But I'm. But and then I think about it and I'm like, well, I, I so I make it and I land and here I am and there's a terrorist threat. So I got to get at peace, man. I'm willing to do whatever. I'm thinking about converting to something. Lobotomy. No. That'll make it nice and peaceful. And I don't want any drugs like like everybody else is on. Bateman or are, are extra Vicodin if you want. Please, hey, come on! I've been asking you for those for like months. Yeah, Brian's in town. They need to party. Yeah, Vicodin and uh, NFL, ESPN football, and PS2. Yeah. I might have some muscle relaxers still too. Wow. Well, why are you holding out, buddy? What about like mind-altering stuff? Anything to calm me down so I don't think the plane's gonna. Yeah, crash? Vicodin. Really? Is that what it does? That's, it'll just fully calm you down. <sighs> Makes you feel great. Good for you guys. Uh, All kids should be doing Vicodin. <laughs> Snorting it. All right. Chuck from the Goonies, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, guys. <laughs> not trying to be funny, but I do have a thought on this, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to truffle shuffle. <laughs> go ahead. I'm not particularly bugged by the thought of death itself, mm. because personally... I don't think there is such a thing as death. I think your essence will never die. You can't really, really die. The part that bugs me is the possibility of dying, in quotes, before you've done what you're supposed to do or what you really want to do in your life. You know, that, that, and that brings up an interesting point. First of all, were you meant to do something? Like, what if my whole thing, and I've thought about this. Remember how you, uh, Dubs, you and I and Shafe, we used to talk about, you know, things were meant to be, and we met each other for a reason, and hopefully we're going to go on and do great things. And I thought, what if I, like, what if I died and my whole purpose in life was Dubs meeting Bateman and the two of them going on to write... You know, great comedy on uh, on Comedy Central, and you know, Love getting that. fifty million dollars like Chappelle or something. Check your brakes tonight. You know what I'm saying? But well, hey, that's a great point. It, it's it's worthy of thinking about because that would have been what your your soul should have been fulfilled by something like that. Right. That's what you you really I believe. All right, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I I truly believe that the people that you meet in your life. You're meant to give a message to, and you get something back from them. See, I'm not getting anything from anybody. Not a, even a smell? <laughs> okay, maybe a smell. Oh, by the way, we got the promos for your show. Various or Chuck from Go the Goonies. Let's play that real quick, Dubs. Beatbox. Hey, how you doing? It's Craig Coleman from the show in quotes. Broadcast here live on Big Sexy with a bit of a schedule change. You can now hear my show in quotes every Saturday night beginning at 11 o'clock in the evening going until question mark, question mark, question mark. So please adjust your schedule. I do hope to see you hear me then. And I wish you'd spread the word if you don't mind. Check me out starting tomorrow at 11 o'clock. And I'm sure we'll have a grand old time. Not bad, Mozart. Not bad. Baby, <laughs> you ain't. <laughs> 
You sound so normal until the end. Then, then that's the good old various or Craig right. that we know. We got another one, too. All right, let's do the other one. It's Craig Coleman from the Coleman Show. Do a favor for the world. Listen to my show right here on Radio Barbecue. Replays of the show and quotes air Monday through Friday nights at 1 a.m. Eastern and 10 p.m. Pacific. You can also hear the show and quotes live every Saturday night starting at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific. There's lots of me talking like an ass. Interesting music, to say the least. Funny clips of this and that, and of course, live phone calls with the brave, baby. Baby. Hello, baby. All those things added together will make it apparent that... Check out the replays Monday through Friday night and live Saturdays right here on Radio Barbecue, the station that somehow does not approve this message. The Coleman Show, in quotes, with Craig Coleman. That's me. Hi. Now stop bothering me as you continue to listen to Radio Barbecue. I do think of Pump Up the Volume. Saturday night. We're sending you back to the future. How long is it? Thank you very much. Wow, man. That actually, it sounds interesting. I'd listen. Put that up against our promos. Our promos blow. Wait, we oh, gotta, do we don't do one? that, man. Don't make me look like an idiot. No, our promos are, we're schmucks. We suck. Blah, blah, blah. That's all it is, dubs. Constantly, that's what the hideout is. Listen to this show. It's a cluster F. And when are they going to get rid of that one? They're all... Oh, Jesus. All right, man. Well, hey, there's, you can find a link uh, to your radio show on uh, RadioHideout.com. All right. Here's the ones they play for us. I've always wanted to be beaten bloody with a microphone. The Hideout. Weeknights at 11 on 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. Disappointed. The Hideout. Listen to a cluster app. It's The Hideout. <laughs> Weeknights at 11. After Ron and Fez on 106.7 WJFK. God. Would you listen to that? <laughs> you are. Damn it. Why? Why did we get stuck with it? <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough, man. Well, congratulations to Craig. Uh, congratulations to Brian for making it in. I guess you're not. Uh, you um. You worried at all now that you're on vacation? You're about to fly home? Uh, no, not really. See, and this, what's just so funny is that you get on the ground, and you're thankful for those first couple of minutes of landing, and then you completely forget about it all. And then you know, and then you're not even nervous anymore leading up to the second flight home. Until you're actually, like, till you get moving, like, you know, once you're even, like, taxing, but you're, like, on the way to a uh, liftoff or takeoff or whatever they call it, then all of a sudden it's like, holy crap, I'm on a plane. Holy crap, it's shaking. And have, I hate it whenever you're in a plane and they take off immediately. And as soon as they take off, I don't know how many feet up they're up in the air, then they all immediately just start turning. And yeah. it's like, we're not high enough for you to start turning yet. Why not? And have you ever noticed why is it that you're in a plane and when you turn, you can't really feel it until you look outside? No. It's kind of cool, actually. Do you know about the physics of that oddball? I mean, like, have you ever thought... And this is something I always wonder about, too. Like, why are you driving in a car and why you flip a quarter and why it immediately lands back in your hand instead of flying back into the back seat? I don't understand physics. Do you know anything you about that? If I knew physics, I wouldn't be here. 
Really? I wouldn't be working at the radio <laughs> wouldn't be working at radio. All right, fair enough. I hear you. you. Know, like Stephen Hawking, you know, making all kinds of theories about black holes and what have you, and then, you know, getting Nobel Prizes and grants and all that. I right, hold on a second. Here. All right, I got this. I used to have a crush on J-Dubs, but after tonight, he just plain disgusts me. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to have to... That's check. I think I'm going to have to set my sights on uh, Hefe instead. Had a dream about you last night anyway as I fell asleep to the hideout. For some reason, you were at my high school reunion in my dream. I think you were avoiding me. Weird. Anyway, you want to make out, Hefe. Um, and thank you, Tommy, for sending that in. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Is it a chick? All right. We're out, bitch. Uh, and if you're a girl, meet us up here tomorrow, and uh, I'll make out with you. It's the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Oh, hold on. Uh, various, what, what's the last thing? Hey, I'm sorry. Please, I just wanted a chance to thank you for doing that. Oh, you're welcome. You guys, very nice of you, and I don't deserve it, and uh, it's appreciated on all ends. If you don't mind me saying, after your show... There's a place where you can listen to replays of mine. But just, mine's in quotes. We just way. heard about it. It's on a go to radiohideout.com under various. You'll have the link. Okay. I got to give you the, the specific address though, because it's so underground and covert. It's special. All right, hurry. You go to live365.com. You do a station search for radio BBQ. All right, that's easy enough. Yeah, live. 365.com, Radio BBQ. All right, brother. We'll talk to you, man. Thank you so much. Let 5,000. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.